Jesus. Praise God. You can be seated. I just got a couple of things that I'm going to bring to your attention tonight um, at the beginning of this move tonight or sometime in the beginning stages of it. Um, uh, the Lord just spoke to my heart about a couple of portions of Scripture, and that's what I'm going to bring to you. Um, and um, I have so much confidence in what God can do and, and how he does it and, and, and so on and so forth. Uh, but the first thing I want to bring to your attention is Isaiah, and there's going to be actually two of the both of them are going to be in Isaiah. Um, I made reference to this a little bit this morning, but I, I want to bring it out and, and help somebody to have some clarity here. Isaiah chapter 28 and verse number 9. <clears throat> um, the Bible says there, Isaiah 28 and verse number 9, it says, Whom shall he teach knowledge, and whom shall he make to understand doctrine. Those are two extremely important things. It says, them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. Now the implication here is that babies are going to struggle with the knowledge of the Lord and doctrine or the teaching that God has or the message that he brings forth. I'm not calling anybody that. I'm just saying that this is where sometimes the struggle is. Sometimes people are, are just not old enough in the Lord to receive the things of God, but one of the things that I have found out is that you can grow up in a hurry with God. I'll say that again. You can grow up in a hurry with God. It doesn't take the years and, and the decades and things that we think. That as soon as a person's desires are, um, are in line with his... Praise God. In fact, I'll use a stronger word. Uh, in the book of Amos in the Old Testament, the Bible says, how can two walk together unless they agree? Once you start agreeing with God, it doesn't matter what your age is. I'm telling you something. There are things that line up, praise God, that will cause and bring forth tremendous spiritual growth. Amen. And not that it's a one-and-done deal, but I mean to tell you things can begin to happen in, in a lot, lot faster time than, than we think. And I, I wouldn't put any lid on that. And so he says, who's going to know these things? People that are not um, uh, babies. That's basically what he's saying. And then he goes on to say in verse number 10, it says, for precept must be upon precept. The word precept there in the Hebrew means commandment. Never forget, the things that keep us in line in this world are the commandments of God. Literally. And I know that there's a lot of you know, discussion about them and people sometimes struggle with, you know, nobody's going to tell me what to do and all that kind of business, but we don't realize what a chaotic world we would live in. And I really don't, you know, without laws and without commandments, I don't know how many days this world would last, literally, before we would destroy one another. And so, you know, this morning I was making reference to the fact, how are we going to get all of this stuff? I mean, here we are, we're serving an infinite God. The word means limitless. Our, he has no limits. God has no limits. And so here we are, we're serving Him, and He wants to put things in us. Amen. And so how's this all going to happen? Well, this is what kind of gives us a little bit of an uh, indication. It says, for precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line. And the word line there just simply means rules. So you have commandments and you have rules that have to line up in order for, for you know, the, the will of God to be done. Praise God. That's why the scripture says, if my people that are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray 
and turn from their wicked ways and seek my face, then, look at somebody and say, then, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. Now there's an example of that. As soon as the things of God begin to line up in an individual li individual's life or even in a collective uh, body's life like this one, as soon as things start lining up, I mean to tell you folks, it don't take, God doesn't hesitate. He'll come rushing right in, praise God. And people will not only be set free, but they'll get their eyes open pretty soon. They'll see Jesus' name, baptism. They'll begin to repent when they didn't do it before. And people will receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost just at the snap of your finger in the name of Jesus. That's what happens, praise God. When precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little and there a little, praise God. And do you know why? I'll show you why. It says, because God said it in verse number 11. He says, for with stammering or strange lips and another tongue will he speak to this people. And that's exactly what was going on in here tonight. I know that might sound strange to, the fo to folks that aren't used to this, and I'm certainly trying to be sympathetic to your polite. But, you know, this, this is how God does it. He begins to move on people and that type of thing. And, and precept upon precept, line upon line. And, and one of the big reasons is found in verse number 12 there. And it says here, he says, well, actually, let me just read verse 11 again. It says, for with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people. To whom he said, this is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest. Amen. Amen. In the Old Testament, they had to wait for the seventh day for this to happen. Now we that are under the apostolic Pentecostal authority, we can, we can get this kind of rest every day of the week, praise God. And so this is what God wants to help us to understand, praise God. Unfortunately, the rest of that verse says that they would not hear. I hope and pray that there's nobody here that would feel that way, but that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. Let me take you to the next verse of Scripture, and this will be it. I, I'm not going to be lengthy tonight. I just felt like the Lord wanted me to bring this verse of Scripture to your attention, and then this one in chapter number 40 of Isaiah. Chapter number 40. Praise God. One of the things in the, in the book of Isaiah that it mentions a lot is God just talks about Himself. He just said, who is there like me or liken unto me? I mean, God will make statements like that. And he makes one like that right here. Look at verse um, um, uh, 25 there. Isaiah 40 and 25. And, 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 and this is kind of a, rhetor what do they call a rhetoric question. He's not looking for you to answer. He's just looking for your, um, your reaction to it. There's a lot of this kind of stuff in the Bible where God already knows the answer. He already knows. But what he's looking for a lot of times is our reaction to it. And how we react to it is really what's going to bring, you know, uh, some things into our lives. But he says in verse 25, it says, To whom then will you liken me? This is God, of course. Or, or shall I be equal, saith the Holy One. He's just saying, who are, who are you going to compare me to? Yeah. That's quite a question, isn't it? Anybody found anybody that even comes close to God yet? Yeah, I haven't either. 
Praise God. That's why I'm seeking His face, and I think, and I hope that you are too. Praise God. But look at verse 28 here. I want to I bring this to you. That was just an extra. Verse 28 says, in Isaiah 40 and 28, it says, Hast thou not known, it says, Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not? Look at somebody and say, God doesn't get tired. No, he can go on all night. That's why you're not, you know, you're, you're not spinning your wheels when you, when you just kind of let it come. Let's let it come, God, because God isn't going to get wore out. We can sometimes, but, but, but he never does. It says, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. The scripture says in verse 29, he giveth power to the faint. Can somebody say amen? amen. Yes. It says, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Anybody felt that here tonight? I have too. Praise God. The Bible says, even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. Literally, that's what happens to us. But it says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. I purposely waited tonight with, with, with the prompting of the Lord to make sure that anybody and everybody who wanted, and you know what the word uh, wait there means? It literally means to entangle. And so that's what I was waiting on tonight and giving opportunity to, for whoever wanted to entangle themselves in God, let it happen. See, some, some people are a little slower starters than others, and there's no wrong or right there. It's just that sometimes in a service, you know, people have a hard time. You know, maybe they brought a bigger load with them than you did. I don't know. That's one of the reasons why I love pre-service prayer. It's a good place for you to come and get unloaded so that when we start the service, you're ready to go. You don't have to go another half hour or 45 minutes to get ready for God to do something. Now, I'm not being critical, folks. I'm not. This is not criticizing. This is trying to instruct that God wants to do powerful things for us. We just read it in His Word. And we found out, you know, in another verse or chapter and verse, how He wants to do it. He wants to line things up in our lives. And that's why during the week, that's what God will work on us about a lot of times. He will, he will talk to about how our life is, amen, and how we're approaching the things of God. And the more things that we can get in line with, you know, with God, amen, I'm going to tell you something, the easier it is for us to receive the things of God. Now, that doesn't mean that God loves us more than somebody else. It just means that we have found the principle that works, amen. And you know something? How often does this work? Well, I'm still doing it. And after 40-some years, it still works. So I'm telling you, you know, you're not spinning your wheels, praise God, and letting God, you know, have its way in Jesus' name. And so the Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew 
Amen. Their strength. And they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. One of the things that the Bible does for us so that we can grasp some of the understanding is it gives us word pictures or it gives us analogies. It gives us um, examples. And this example of an eagle is, is a tremendous example. I don't know if you've ever studied about eagles or not. They are fascinating birds. I mean, their stamina and their resilience and their ability to fly in weather and, and some of the circumstances in life that no other birds are able to do is tremendous. And the Lord wants to put an eagle spirit in you. He wants to help you to be able to withstand some of the things that are coming into this world, whether you like it or not. They're coming in. They're here, praise God. And I'm not making fun, folks. I'm just telling you how it is. But we can wait upon the Lord. We can entangle ourselves in what God is doing any and every day that we want to. And I'm going to tell you something. You can begin to count on the fact that you're going to renew your strength. You're going to feel a power and an energy and something something that you've never felt before in the name of Jesus. And the only thing I can tell you is give God the glory. Give God the glory. That's what he wants in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, blessed be to the name of the Lord. Isn't God fantastic? Amen. I mean to tell you, he gets better and better and better with age. He literally does, folks. He gets better with age. I'm talking about our age because he doesn't age in Jesus' name. And so take some of these things, pack them away, praise God. Let the Lord begin to bring them back to your attention maybe this week. Maybe there's some areas that God is working on you with. And when you get there this week, it's not going to be like, I don't know what to do. Now you're going to know what to do in Jesus' name. The beautiful instruction of the Lord in Jesus' name. Let's stand together. Thank you for, um, you know, trying to be socially distanced and and, and that kind of thing. I appreciate that. I know this is a very, very, very um, interesting and, 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 um, and challenging time in our midst. But we already talked about it and claimed it this morning. We're going to get through it, folks. God is going to help us, isn't he? In Jesus' name, praise God. Why don't you just lift your hands up right now and close your eyes and begin, to, begin to, to, to tell the Lord how much you love Him and how much you, you think He's so great in Jesus' name. Let's do that. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus.